You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here for Thursday's nine-game main slate starting at 7 o'clock. And James, at least nine games are on the main slate, but once again, we are dealing with some potential weather issues that may be impacting things today. We're looking at Cleveland and Detroit. Potential rain going around. First pitch could cause an early delay, may cause an in-game delay. Philadelphia, Atlanta, again, as we've talked about the last few podcasts, it's summertime in Atlanta. They have pop-up thundershower just almost every day, it seems like. So there's yep. a chance that around the game there that will have a delay, maybe an in-game delay. So be on the lookout for that. Potential rain in St. Louis doesn't look like anything too serious. And you know, Boston, Chicago last night, they got into a rain delay to start the game. Potential for that again here today. Some rain around first pitch. So just keep on the look at that. Go to the Weather Center. Make sure you get all the updates there before setting your lines for locking things. So you don't have a player who's not playing because of a PPD in your lineup. But at least for a nine-game slate, I'm looking at four games that could be delayed at some point. So definitely something to be on the lookout. John, it's funny. You said nine games. It's a 10-game slate on Fandle. There you go. I'm looking at DraftKings. Did they include the 640 game? They included the Yankees-Tampa Bay Bay Rays game at 640, yes. Fantastic. Good on Fandle. Having to to make sure they get that one extra game in for no apparent reason whatsoever. But you know what? That's fine. We like the Yankees on slates, so there's a lot of power there. You know, a lot of of home runs in those matchups, so fine. We have a 10-game manner. Over on uh, on FanDuel, as you mentioned. That said, though, let's get down to pitching because I am flabbergasted, I feel like, seeing Eric Lauer as our top price pitcher. Now, listen, he's been fantastic. 216 ERA, 4-1, 54Ks, .94 whip. Like, he's been the dude, right? But, you know, Eric Lauer just doesn't feel like a 10K pitcher to me. On the road, left-handed pitcher against a St. Louis offense that's been rolling. I mean, I, I don't think that's where I want to spend my money. No, no, it's not against St. Louis. They've been the best team against left-handed pitching all year. That's how I'm feeling. So that's going to be a fade for me. Again, he's the best bit, top price pitcher on the slate, and he's really been rolling. So you know, he'll, he, there's a really good chance that he may not be rostered right. or highly rostered. So for, for me, that's a fade. If you're on FanDuel, below him is your boy Nestor, man. Uh, he's been very good. Yeah. He gets Tampa Bay here. 10-3 for him. Uh, are you willing to pay the 10-3? He had two straight 50 fantasy point games prior to the White so- last White Sox start. In a start, he didn't really look good, John, and he still managed to get a win and seven strikeouts. I think the key is the Yankees offense scores a lot of runs for their pitchers other than Jordan Montgomery, and Nestor striking everyone out right now. So, I, yeah, I mean, I don't see a problem playing Nestor 10-3. He might honestly be... The, if the season ended today, he might be the Cy Young anymore. As a very bold claim, I'll let you. I'll let that one marinate for you there. I'll uh, let it marinate for you. I'll, I'll let it marinate for you there. Uh, I mean, if we're looking again at both DraftKings and FanDuel, uh, a little bit of a price difference. Kyle Wright's the second highest price pitcher over on DraftKings today, going up against Philadelphia. We know that he's a strikeout machine for most of this year. The K's are a little bit down, but again, you kind of look at some of the teams he's faced. High strikeout teams, he's he's been able to strike them out. Low strikeout teams. You know, they don't strike out as much. But Tarek Skubal is a number two, number three price pitcher on both DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, he gets Cleveland. We've talked about Cleveland and their offense right now is kind of a bit up and down. The way they're rolling, he is another high strikeout pitcher. We came through big time the other day. What are your thoughts on Wright or Skubal here? Wright for tournaments because Philly's offense is waking up. 
and Scooble for sure hasn't allowed a run in three starts. And you mentioned, we talked about yesterday, like Cleveland's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. They're 28th in OPS against left-handers. So they're just bad against lefties. So I used Frambar Valdez against them the other night, and he gave me 19 fantasy points. I'm going to continue to hammer away on with the left-handed pitching. Scooble's just missing bats, like, very consistently. And I know he only struck out five against Cleveland last time, but he only went five innings. 66 pitches was a little alarming. I know there was a shin yeah. injury. There. He got hit by a line drive, I think, there, right? There was a shin injury, but it looks like he's going to make his start. Yeah, he took a comebacker off the shins. Yes, he was well on his way to rolling. Play. Yeah, seven seven scoreless, eight scoreless. Yeah, I mean, 66 pitches through five. You got, you got another two-plus innings there, so... I'm with you. I, I like Scooble a lot here. And to that point, the last 14 days, the last two weeks, Cleveland against left-handed pitching here, 265 Woba, a 216 batting average. Only a 16% strikeout rate. Not great. But again, Scooble was averaging a strikeout per inning before the line drive there. So that is certainly doable. Next matchup below on DraftKings, Aaron Knowles at 9,200. Again, I know this is a guy that hasn't looked, I think, what we would have hoped no. Aaron Nola to look like at this, but Atlanta, man, a 30% strikeout rate over the last two weeks against right-handed pitching. Nola is still punching guys out. That's not a problem for him. 64 strikeouts and 52 in the third innings. It just is what kind of starter are you getting? Are you getting what you got last time against the Dodgers? Five innings, four earned, nine Ks. That guy get 18 fantasy points without him, right? right? So, I mean... Can you live with that? Can you live with 18 fantasy points at 9,200 without a win? I, that's, I mean, I even think the strikeout upside could be double digits here, right? I mean, he's got a handful yeah. of nine strikeout games now going up against a team that leads the league in strikeout rates. So I kind of like I kind of like Aaron Nola here. Again, we have to worry about the weather a bit, so pay attention to that. But Atlanta did put some runs on the board yesterday, but I, I think Aaron Nola's in a really good spot. They put some runs on the board because Ranger Suarez turn, has turned into a gas can. Aaron Nola is striking everybody out, and I'm on board. I'd probably tournaments only. I'd probably look towards... Frankie Montez or Adam Wainwright at home in cash below Nola or maybe even Schoolboy in cash, but I think Nola is a really good player. Well, I was play. getting Wainwright. We obviously know we play Adam yeah. Wainwright at home. That is yep. uh, that is an absolute. Death uh, taxes Adam Wainwright at home. Exactly. I mean, this year he's just been good, but like Adam Wainwright at home forever. Eighty-eight hundred dollars. We're definitely going to go ahead and use him. Montez obviously is a little bit more. I was going to say a little bit more strikeout upside, but that tough matchup against Texas generally. We did have eight Ks against them in his third start of the year, uh, seven innings there, so potential for him there. But I like Wainwright. You have Otani against uh, a Blue Jays lineup, which it's... It hasn't been popping. No. You know, I almost Slowly like... waking up. Vladdy hit a home run, and uh, the best power hitter in baseball, Danny Jansen, hit two the other day. Right. So, I don't know. We'll just just keep it in the back of your mind that right now, it seems like maybe that Toronto is more bark than bite, and, and Otani at 8,700 could go a little bit lower on, coming off a good start there. Uh, another guy coming off a great start, and I, I wrote about him in the Daily Roundup last weekend. It was Martin Perez. I mean, I don't know how many times on this podcast <laughs> we have to say that Houston can't hit lefties. Yeah. And then Martin Perez goes out there and throws a complete game shutout <laughs> against him. If you're looking at his saber numbers, like they're all in line with him being good, right? He's got a 1-6 ERA. His expected ERA is 2-4-6. His FIP is 2-4-3. His XFIP is 3-6-5, so definitely a little bit higher there. Now, my biggest problem is that he, he doesn't strike anybody out. He's a huge pitch-to-contact guy. He's given up zero home runs this season. Like, at some point, he's going to give up home runs. <laughs> I don't think Oakland's the team to do that, though. He he tossed six shutout innings at Oakland already this season. $8,300 for this dude. He's rolling. I think he's a pretty safe cash game play. 
I mean, we're talking about six straight starts of one run or less. Yeah, he's, I, was, he's, I don't know. <laughs> it's the best run of his career. He's 33 years old or whatever. Like, he's never been this good ever. He's he probably been better than people have given him credit for. Like, when he was on Boston, like, he was pretty good. No, he was okay. He had a 4-5 ERA. Like, he was, all right, like, he nice. just has, he has stretches where he's okay. But, like, he's a career 4-6 ERA, <laughs> right? Like, he's a career 4-4-5 FIP. So he's, like, pitching as you would think he is, is a number four starter. Except for believe? this year, he's an all-star. What so, do you believe? Is it this year or the, the large sample? Large sample size. Okay. But, I, like I said, I, I don't know if this is the matchup to do that right. that's going to stop him. So, or maybe he figured it out. I don't know. He threw those, uh, the, the baseball pitch guy that you see on Twitter like showed him, he threw like a ninety mile an hour screwball. It looked like you're like, well, no wonder why he's he's throwing right. two steamers that are <laughs> that are moving unhittable. So maybe yeah, maybe Perez like learned to pitch in the offseason. I have no idea. So he's there. Another guy that's been rolling, Michael Waka, came back from uh, you know struggled a little bit against Seattle. Four innings, two, four two thirds inning, two earned runs there. Only seventy five pitches, and they took him out. Uh, he did reach 92 pitches already this year against Toronto. White Sox didn't really score much last night. Only three runs off Boston pitching. Waka could be there if you don't believe in the White Sox offense right now at 8,100. Yeah. You're probably just finding the money for Perez, though, I'm right? probably so, finding the money for Perez in current form and versus Oakland. But, yeah, I mean, Waka's fine. I think Waka's a nice tournament pivot. Uh, where are we taking a peek here? Would you have any interest in any of the guys under 7K? I mean, Devin Smelser doesn't strike anybody up. Right. regardless of allowing earned runs and now against the royals like he's not going to strike anyone out no whatever the strikeout number is take the under it's going to be like two and a half humberto knows tough matchup against the dodgers ryu has looked pretty good in his last few starts but he's also not striking anyone out and gets a tough matchup herman marquez is okay but he's been bad even on the road this year like 652 ERA in the two starts on the road in Washington. Well, Washington has the second lowest strikeout rate against right-handed pitching. So less than ideal there. Daniel Lynch has been okay, but he just gave up four earned against Minnesota. I guess I, I don't know if there's a lot of value here. Like, you can't play Keuchel against the Red Sox. No, your, your, your bet, honestly, is Marquez and hope he just ekes out a win, right? Hope he goes five or six without too much damage. And he picks up a W, like like he did against Kansas City, where he gave you 21 fantasy points. Arizona, even if he did the same thing there, he would have given you about 20 fantasy points. So, like, that's what you're looking for. You're almost looking for a quality start with five or six strikeouts, potentially, with them being at least on the road. Because, I mean, Corbin's a lefty. Colorado should smoke him. So, you're, you're probably just betting on Marquez getting a W yep. there. Agreed. That's how I'd look at it. All right, catcher position. Catcher position. Babe, Babe Ruth. We I William Contreras. Yeah, Ruth. Another another homer last <laughs> night. Seven home runs in eleven games. I think it is for him now, or thirteen games for him now. So, sure, if he's in the lineup, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to spend fifty three hundred dollars, but if he's gonna keep homering, I guess I don't know. Sanchez forty seven is in play. Let's see, Mel- Melendez is a lefty, so probably not gonna work for him there. Stassi you maybe. Be- Would you play Stassi if you? If he's in the lineup, if he's in the lineup, same thing. Like Elias Diaz has been terrible, but Patrick Corbin's also been terrible. Right. Dude, Garver, Garver homered again last night. We talked about it. He was the chalk catcher of the slate. Three home runs in three games. Yeah. Jonah Heim stole a base last night. John <laughs> doing it all. Christian Vasquez, he 
ruined his hitting streak, but still got on base twice. Yeah, and I'll take the... Uh, he actually had a... He got a hit kind of robbed from him. Tim Anderson made a really great play up the middle in the later innings on him. And yeah, I'll, I like Vasquez versus Keiko. Keiko's been trash, so... I'm That's probably there. as low as it'll go until we see lineups. Correct. Uh, first base position. Are, are you looking at Crone at 61? It's Corbin. <laughs> We're getting <laughs> like a Coors price <laughs> yeah. in Washington. Right. They just they just know. I mean, Crone's been amazing. No, he's been very good. Yeah. He's striking out a whole bunch, but that's... His away games, his away stats, though, 197. Uh, yeah, let's let's not pay $6,100 for him. He's, uh, uh, what is he on Fandle? He's 39, eh, still expensive. So, Connor Joe, first base eligible. Yeah, Freeman, Goldschmidt against Lauer, if you're not a mm-hmm. believer in that one. Yes, on both. They are really giving us Coors Field pricing on us. That's great. Maybe Matt Olsen, because, again, Nola hasn't been, like... He's been giving up runs, right? Like nine home runs in nine nine home runs in nine games. Yeah, so Olsen's got a little three game hit streak going. Homer Homer two nights ago, so maybe he's turning it around a bit. The one thing you have to remember, well, I guess from last year, Olsen hit hit like what two eighty or whatever, but he's generally been in that two fifty range. Has yep. he for an average? Yeah, season. he has. Uh, Christian Walker, does he keep the power going? <laughs> I mean, he can. It's a bullpen game for the Dodgers here, so yeah. he can. I mean, that's all he does. You, if you're playing, you're banking on a home run, right? So. Anybody else? I mean, if you don't want to play Marquez, Josh Bell, he's struggling right now, but he's been largely good this season. I keep playing Evan Rios. I know he. we haven't seen the power in a couple games, but 816 OPS, 525 slug this year, and he keeps playing every day. So he gets the lefty. Gavin Sheets, if he's in the lineup, he has some power. Probably not going any further down, though. Yeah. I think Harold, is it Harold Castillo? Yeah, Harold Castillo had two home runs. Last night, if you want to take a shot on him, I know he is a he has a lefty in Pilkington, whatever that means. But he too is a lefty though, so he is a lefty. Right? Right. Second base at the top story against Keiko fifty seven hundred. I mean uh, lefties, yeah. He yeah, crushed. had had the run come to an end last night over four two Ks, but the man's been an absolute fire. Seven homers over the last ten games for him, so I'd be willing to spend the cost. Maybe Ketel Marte would be my next guy there at forty-seven. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's raking right now. Yeah, again, Coors Field get Brennan Rogers at forty-five. Not Coors Field, like Coors Field pricing. Colorado, uh, your boy Wit, as you've mentioned, has been on fire lately. So mm-hmm. forty-four for him is pretty probably a pretty good spot price wise. They put Espinal over four K. This is the first time all year, huh? Yeah, they bumped him. They, they 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 acknowledged his value. Probably won't spend that against Otani. No no no. Uh, anybody else for you? Anybody value wise? Jonathan Scope has been slightly better lately. Yeah. And he gets Pilkington. Jed Lowry has been pretty good lately. If you don't you know believe in Martin Perez experience. Okay. But after that, no. Okay. And obviously, if you're doing Yankees, there there are Rizzo's in play for first base. Second base, you have McGuire. We don't have it yet for Tampa, right? We don't have an announced starter. Is that true? Let's see. I don't see a starter for them, though. And I see... the ESPN has Ryan Yarborough starting. So FanDuel has Vince Velasquez for the White Sox, not Dallas Keuchel. So ESPN has Keuchel. I'll look at... Uh, no, that can't be right. Velasquez pitched two days ago against Boston, so... Dallas Keuchel also projected the on wire. Yeah, maybe Velasquez was set to start, but they had to use him in that 16-3 to game because he pitched three innings in that one. Yeah, maybe. 
So maybe that's probably what happened there. Yarborough, Yarborough, I've seen projected on two different sites. Okay, but yeah, he's lefty, so Glaber, Glaber, since we're on second base or we're on second base. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Third base, you got Arenado at fifty-eight. Again, high price, but in in going up against a top price pitcher, so maybe some lower ownership there. I like Devers against a lefty too. Yeah, Devers is just good. Yeah, he's just incredible. Yeah, he's just really he's just a good hitter. Thoughts on Bobby Witt? Would you pay forty nine for him? Think about it. I don't hate the Royals. Again, like all Bobby Witt's doing is hitting extra base hits. Every hit that he gets is like a double or a home run. And then if he does hit a single, he steals a base. So. Yeah, I think that there's upside with Bobby Wood. Okay, mid-tier? Anybody jumping up? Rendon's been good against lefties, and he's actually been just good in general lately. Okay. Um, so I would play Rendon. Riley, two hits in three straight games, homer last night. Yeah, and he gets a righty. We know he has notoriously been better against righties. Yeah. Urshela against a lefty. He's hitting 344 against the, over the last 10 games. Yeah, Urshela's been pretty good. Yeah, I would take a shot. I would take a shot there. He won, what, three for four or five, five-game hitting streak? Yeah, yeah. he's, he's turning it around, so... He heard he heard they have uh, Lewis down there playing thirties. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Not my job. Any value? Actually, Rochelle is thirty two. He's probably the value. So. Yeah, he's probably the value. But Candelario has hit lefties in the past. He did Homer yesterday. I don't know. He's been incredibly bad, but has a history against lefties. Switch hitter hits in the middle of the Tigers lineup and. Right, so stop. Correa against the lefty at 55, I think, is certainly a spot to take a peek at. Xander gets Heichel at 52. Jose Iglesias at 46. Are you not paying Trey Turner price? Nah. I don't know. That's a good matchup. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it. He, But, uh, I don't know. He had Homer the other night at 61. and Sure, if you want. I just think there's better value a little bit below him. Well, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Castellanos against righties, though. 286 average, 780 OPS, 340 Woba. Okay. So numbers stack against him. Turner, 291 against righties this year. Just throwing it out there. Okay, that's fine. Mid-tier, guys, 5K and under. Donovan maybe against the lefty if you, don't again, don't want to go against Lauer. Donovan's a lefty. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind then. That's fine. I thought I clicked on his righty. Uh, Baez at 39 against Pink. Yeah, I think that the, the Tigers aren't terrible. They, I mean, they are terrible as a team, but I don't think they're actually that terrible here. Yeah. He'd have been struggling, but I mean, we obviously know what he's good at, and generally that's been hitting lefties. So. Uh, anybody value? Uh, probably not going any further down. Yeah. It's a bad position. It, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like it, maybe if Christian Arroyo finds himself in a lineup, throw a dart there. Elvis Andrews has had a home run in two straight games. Sean, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that's a, <laughs> I don't know if that's happening, but sure, sure, why not? Outfield. Let's wrap this up. We got uh, Mookie Betts at 62. Righty. Uh, Harper at 6K. I'm not missing Trout on purpose, but yeah. No, I know, I get it. Uh, we know, Bucks. we know how Trout, we know yeah. Trout splits, but he's actually been great against lefties this year. We'll okay. give him his flowers there. Good. Buxton against a lefty at 50. Yeah, I think again, the same argument we've had all every slate. We need a home run. If Acuna plays, we need a stolen base. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, JD keeps rolling at 4900. I really like that a lot for him. Soto at forty seven. Five thirty eight. Yeah, dude. Over his last ten games. Yeah, dude. He's in five set three seventy in the year. He's just rolling. Dude, Is he gonna win a batting title with a gray beard? Yeah, he might. <laughs> Soto against Marquez at forty seven hundred. Like at some point he's just I know he's bad he's been struggling. He's not bad, right? He's just No, 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 no. no. I mean he's been bad. They even moved him to third. They hit him they're hitting him third right now. Yeah. So I think that could actually potentially benefit him when 
Because eight home runs, 14 RBIs. Like, the guy is literally, nobody is getting on in front of him. So if we get a couple guys on and Soto goes yard, like, finally. I think this could be the spot, John. Yeah, Marquez has been bad. I'm with you. I like Soto here. Yepes against Lauer, if you, again, want to go against Lauer. Gritchuk at 42. Again, I know that they're outside of cool where he, he's at 300 at Coors. He's at 240 on the road, but... You know, power tends to, his power has been traveling yeah. his whole career, so. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played, he's been a Blue Jay. Yeah, exactly. Anybody else? I mean, obviously we have a whole outfield position, but like anybody in the mid-tier jumping out to you? I mean, if you want to pivot against Wright, Schwarber, 41. David Peralta's been good lately. David Peralta has been. I, I've been playing a lot of Diamondbacks. I know that's weird to, they've been good. <laughs> Another weird thing that they've yeah. been good. But yeah, David Peralta really good he's been really good he, he hits in the middle of that order too i don't know what the dodgers are gonna do yeah. here I, i'm maybe maybe we see like an extended david price which obviously doesn't play into david Prowse's hand but yeah as long as this white dude is starting i'm okay with problem yeah the, the red sox bats as we talked about have been rolling kike homered the other night and he gets a lefty matchup he's 3500 yeah I, I think boston is presumably chalk. the chalk yeah, and they should i mean as they should be right they, yeah. they've been the best offense in the league and there's no reason that some of these guys are as cheap as they are. Like, if you want to play Kike, it makes it a lot easier to get to the Devers and the Bogarts of the world. And the and JD under five K. And he hits leadoff. He's not like he's a punt play right. that hits eighth. You know, he's their leadoff hitter. I'm pulling up Grossman stats last year. Was he better against great lefties? against lefties? Eight right. against lefties. Yeah, but yeah, he's been so bad this year. 57 OPS against left-handed pitching last year. So. I don't understand what's happened. Last year was obviously an anomaly. Yeah. This is like Mark. I'm look, we're looking at Marcus Simeon 2.0 right here. Right. Yadiel Hernandez is 31. I don't mind that one. Yeah, he continues to hit. Yep. Same with Alec Thomas, um, Dimebacks prospect against uh, White yeah. there. Yep. I like that. And that's probably it until we get lineups. Anybody, would you throw a dart at Calhoun? You know, home run again last night. Yeah, he's been oh, good, man. And yeah. a stolen base. Yeah. Six home runs in 10 games. 371 over the last 10. He has not been this good in how many years? He hit, what, 32 home runs for the Angels one year? And that was about it. Yeah, yep. He hit a bunch of home runs. And then, like, let's build around Cole Calhoun <laughs> and Mike Trout. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, so that's, that's it. Home run. Home run call. I'm going to go with Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts on the home run call. Uh, I'm going to go with Trevor Story. Why not? Get to lefty. We'll rock it. Just keep doubling down on your track. Yeah, 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 I'll just keep going down to it. So that's it. James, I believe you're on the playbook, right? Yep. All right, James on the playbook. If you have any questions, get us in Discord and Twitter, and we'll catch you guys later. Twitter, and we'll catch you guys later. Twitter, and we'll catch you guys later. Twitter.